Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to Life After Plus One. I'm your host, Leanne, and today we are going to talk about work-life balance as a single parent because it can be quite tricky. And if you're listening in real time, you know that we're right there at the moment. School has just broken up. Christmas is just around the corner and this is the big school holidays where we have a number of weeks to fill with school holiday activities And we've also got to try and manage to work at the same time because we can't unfortunately take six, seven weeks off work or however long it is. So how do you manage? How do you manage that long school holiday period as a single parent and also trying to work? Me personally, I've been through this on a number of holiday periods, working out how am I going to manage my work commitments and my single parenting commitments. And it is a big shuffle. But I've been fortunate enough to always be in a position where I've run my own business. And that was the main reason why I went into business because I always wanted to work in an area where I could control my hours so I could prioritize my daughter. That was always a big thing for me. I didn't want to be stuck in a job where I had to be there nine to five or, you know, I missed all the school activities or I missed school drop off and school pick up. I never wanted a job like that. I always wanted a job that I could be there for my daughter when need be. But there is a catch to that. You can't be there 100% of the time. Even if you do have your own business and you plan your own schedule or create your own schedule with your work commitments because you can choose what work you want and what work you don't want because it's your business. And if it's school holiday period, you can choose to not take on as much work in that period. But we still need to pay our bills. So we can't just decline everything. So we've got to be realistic. And one of the biggest things you've got to do is plan ahead. Now, I used to quite often catch myself out where there'd be a public holiday or a pupil free day at school or just the end of school term holidays. And I'd catch myself out because I hadn't written it down. So someone would message me for a booking or for an inquiry or something and I'd take it and then I'd be looking back at it going, shit, that's school holidays. So one big thing I can definitely suggest is schedule it in your calendar or your diary or whatever you use to keep track of your schedule. Note it down. Note down when it's school holidays. Note down when it's a public holiday. Note down when it's a pupil free day. So if you do work on a schedule like that, you're not caught out and it's like, oh shit, my kids aren't at school. What am I going to do? So that way, if you have it scheduled in, whether or not you have your own business or if you work for an employer where you're maybe on call or casual or you can accept and decline shifts, then if someone calls you for work or you get an inquiry for something, you can look at your schedule and go, nope, it's a pupil free day. Nope, it's school holiday. Sorry, I can't take it. I'm not available. So that's a big thing. Schedule in your school holidays, or not yours, the kids, school holidays and pupil free days and public holidays and any day they're not at school. Have those days scheduled in so you're not caught off guard and you know you can work around these days because you're going to have to find a way to manage the kids. 
And that's the other thing where I was getting at. So if you do have to work on those days when your kids are not at school, this is where you need to plan ahead. This is where that all comes into play. So you can make arrangements for the kids. Now, obviously, depending on the age of the kid would depend on what kind of care you need. If they're older teenage kids, they might be okay to stay home during the day. Do you need to schedule them to go to a friend's house? Do you need to organize vacation care at school, child care facilities? All of those things that you need to have planned if you do still need to work. So this is the benefit of planning and scheduling ahead so you know what you've got coming up. And it's like, okay, so these are the days I'm working. I need to make arrangements for the kids on these days. What can I do? Have I got family available on these days? Have they got friends available? If not, what are my other options? So planning ahead is definitely a big thing when it comes to school holidays. Another great option is having flexible work arrangements. Are you able to work from home more during the school holidays? You may currently already have a schedule where you do work from home one or two days a week. Can you increase that during the holidays so you're home with the kids? Maybe you don't have any days at home. Do you have a job that you can work from home in a couple of days? Can you take leave during the school holidays? So make sure if you have got holiday leave or annual leave owing, take it this is the time to take it especially as a single parent and you've got your kids home for such a long period use it use that time to do something with the kids I know for me personally when I was a kid my mum was a single mum and I spent pretty much every one of my school holidays up at my grandparents house now I'm not complaining because I absolutely loved where they lived if anyone lives in New South Wales they lived in Salamander which is up in Port Stephens beautiful place we spent pretty much every day at the beach and the pools We loved it. We made so many friends up there. Our cousins would come up every now and then. It was great. As a kid, it was great. We loved it. And that was the arrangements my mum made for us when we were kids because she had to work full time and she was a single mum. But nowadays, times have changed a bit. Work-life balance and flexible working is very different to what it was back then. These days, you do see more people running their own business. You do see more people working from home. So keep those options in mind. But also... If you do have to work from home, it doesn't mean that you don't work. It means that you are at home working. So you're still going to have the kids there when you're working. So you've got to plan things to keep the kids busy so they're not in your ear every five minutes saying, mum, I'm hungry or dad, I'm bored or whatever it is. If you're working from home, you need to have plenty of things ready to go to keep the kids entertained. Now, sadly, Let's be realistic here. There's only one thing that kids really need these days to keep them occupied. And that's a phone or an iPad. So that's two things. So they're pretty much the same thing anyway. A device, I should say. There we go. So give them a device and they're happy. But I don't want to encourage that. That's not what I'm saying. Sit down, sit your kid down in front of a phone or an iPad and let them sit on YouTube all day because we know kids would probably love that. But we don't want to encourage that if we don't have to. Have games available. Have a list of activities for them to do. I know sometimes if I'm working, I leave lists of things for my daughter to do or things that I want her to do. Clean her room. Like it's age appropriate things that I want her to do. Take the washing off the line. That's stuff that she can do. She knows that mum does everything. She does all the chores around the house and around the house, I should say, because there's nobody else here to help. It's all me. I'm doing everything. So If I can leave her a little list of tasks to do while I'm here working, then yes, I will do that. And then she knows that when I'm finished my work, those tasks have to be done. Otherwise, we don't do fun activities. She's usually pretty good. When I just leave her on her own, she's excellent at just doing those things. So don't underestimate your kids. If you leave them a list of things to do, 
good chance they'll do it because they want to impress mum or dad. They want to keep them happy and also they want to get the reward at the end, which is usually a fun outing or something to keep them entertained. Also, create a schedule. Create a schedule of the times or when you're working and when you've got quality kid time. So you don't overlap the two, especially as a business owner. And if you are working from home, it's easy to get in that work frame or that work headspace and then start doing some work and then you're just stuck there. You just keep going, you keep going or another call comes through or another email comes through and you're inclined just to sit there and answer it instead of cutting off and go, nope, I'm done for the day. It's very easy just to keep going. But you've got to remember the kids are there and you've got to know when to cut it off. When's the end of the day? Because I can guarantee you if you're there half an hour later than what you should be and your boss calls you or someone sends you a message and then you answer it, good chance they'll do that on another day. They'll think, oh yeah, they're going to answer my call. Jane will message me back and then it'll just happen. And then you'll just keep extending your hours every day. And was like, hold on, I'm working from home to work from these hours so I can spend time with my kids. So keep that schedule to what it is so you can focus on having that quality time with your kids. So schedule your work time and schedule your kid time. So your kids know and you sit down and tell them, okay, this is when I'm working and this is our time together. And I did that a lot. I've been to a lot of these holidays where I've had to bring my daughter to work with me, especially as a business owner. She's come to work with me and she had many moments where she didn't like it. I had to have the conversation with her, say, you know what, this is our money to live. This is what pays our bills. This is what pays us to do our fun activities. This is what pays for our living. If you don't like this, I can easily stop. But that just means we stay home every day and do nothing. What would you prefer? Would you prefer to come to work with mum for a couple of hours so we can do something nice at the end of it? Or would you rather me not work at all during the holidays so we be tight on money and just stay home and watch TV? You know what the answer is going to be. So... They may not like it, but if you do have a business or you do have a job where you can take your kids with you, then that's great. Take that opportunity to use that, but let them know, okay, this is my work time, doing this until whatever time it is, and then you say, and then after that, that's our time. We can go out for lunch, we can go out for dinner, we can go watch a movie together, we can go to the beach, throw off a whole list of things that you can possibly do together and let them choose, let them decide. Because if they know that they're sitting around waiting for you, but then at the end of it, they get to do something that they want and they have chosen, then usually they're less inclined to want to complain or sit there and be miserable. So if they know that there's something that they want to do at the end of it, you, you can guarantee you'll probably get a lot more patient child out of it. And also set your boundaries with your employer or with your clients or whatever it is you do for work, whether it's a business or you're an employee, set your boundaries. If they keep contacting you out of hours or wanting you to work more when they know that it's school holidays and you've got the kids at home, put your foot down. Don't just give in and go, oh, they need me, I'll take it. They don't have anyone else. That's not your responsibility. That's why they get paid the big bucks and that's why they're the boss. If you have told them that you can only work a certain amount of days during school holidays because you have the kids, then you tell them straight up, unfortunately I can't today, I'm sorry, but as soon as school goes back, I'm more than happy to put in extra hours for you if you need, but just at the moment, I can't do it. Don't be scared to do that because so many people feel pressured to do extra work and put in extra time with their job when they don't want to because they feel like they have to. You don't have to do anything. You're employed for a certain amount of hours. You're getting paid your income. You know, If you're not getting paid extra to do it, then why are you doing it? I've always thought it was the craziest mentality to see those people that just work and work and work and work and they work so hard and they're not getting paid extra. 
but all they're doing is making their boss look good or they're making their boss earn more money. Why? Why is that? You're a single parent. You do enough as it is. Why are you working to make someone else's life easier? Well, not working because you need to pay bills and you've got to earn your income. But why are you working so hard and putting in extra free time or extra jobs and activities to help out someone else? You have enough on your plate. Set your boundaries, especially in school holidays. Your kids are first, not your boss. Put your kids first. Set your boundaries with them. And if they keep calling you to work extra days or put in extra hours, sorry, I can't. I've got my kids here. Let me know when you need me when school goes back. But I'm not saying don't work at all. I'm saying stick to what your boss knows or what your employer knows that you're available during the school holidays. Don't put in that extra work if you've got your kids there and you need to be there for them. Also, make the most of your ex. I don't know what everyone's schedule is and how your co-parenting arrangements work during school holidays. I know a lot of people do have an arrangement where they have their kids 50-50 over the school holidays, like they might split them between one parent for the first half and the second parent for the second half. And then it usually changes with Christmas Day so they can see both parents over Christmas everyone's schedule is different with this so I don't know how it works for everyone for me personally my schedule doesn't change over the holidays my ex has his same roster and his same schedule he works every second weekend and that's when my daughter goes there every now and then he will ask to see her if he has her day off during the week and I'm like yep sure because it gives me the opportunity to get more done love 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 my daughter to bits but I also love it when she does get to go there during the week because it's so nice to be able to get out and get things done for you and that's what you need in that time even in school holidays if your kids are at the other parent's house use that time to do something for you don't just use it to get work done get out and get to the gym and don't go to the gym just with a mentality oh I want to be a size six or I want to be thin no go to the gym because it makes you feel good and that's why I go I feel good when I go to the gym just mentally you walk out and go you know what I felt like shit this morning I really didn't want to come today but fuck I feel good after that workout just focus on that. If you're having a shit day or you're stressed, or you've got a lot of work shit going on and you've been frantic all holidays with the kids and Christmas and you've got a day to yourself, do something that you're going to walk out of there thinking, fuck, I feel so much better now. Have some time for yourself. Have a bit of self-care. But there are also a number of parents that do have their kids 100% of the time. They don't have that arrangement where there are other parents involved and they've got them the whole time or maybe that other parent's just not around for an unfortunate reason. So, How do they manage? How do you cope? And it kind of goes back to what I said in the first few steps. Plan ahead and schedule everything. Schedule in your diary or your calendar the days and the times that you're at work and when you're free. So you know those free times, you can schedule in stuff for the kids. And if unfortunately you have to work full time during school holidays as a single parent, then that's what you've got to do because we need to live. You've got to pay your bills. So you can't be made to feel guilty for that because I know I've had that a lot, many times from my daughter. She didn't like the fact that I had to go to work, but sorry, darling, who's going to put food on our table? Nobody. It's just me, darling. I don't have anyone to fall back on. So your kids are pretty good when you explain that to them. They will understand But if you have family around or someone that can help out, like when I was a kid, like I just said earlier, then I went up to my grandmother's. If you have someone around like that where you can maybe send your kids for a week or two over the holidays and it takes pressure off you and it also gives the kids the opportunity to have some fun and enjoy their holidays whilst you have to work. Because 
as much as you want to spend time with them, if you know if they can be somewhere else and enjoy their holiday without having to be at home, seeing mum or dad just constantly on a laptop or working, that's not fun for the kids. They're still not at school, but they don't want to be sitting at home every day either. They'd probably like to get out and go to the beach and see their friends. So make arrangements for them to do stuff like that. If you do have to work, your family, their friends, anyone that can step in and help out so they can enjoy themselves a bit. Now, really, the biggest thing that you do need to keep in mind when you are single parenting during the holidays is to not feel guilty for it. It is very easy to get on the guilt train and go, oh, fuck, I feel bad. I've got to go to work or I'm sitting here at my laptop and the kids are out in the lounge room and they're just sitting on YouTube and I feel like a shit parent. Don't because that's unfortunately your situation. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but that is your situation. And you're already having to work twice as hard just to make ends meet. So don't feel guilty for having to work because you need to provide a living for your kid. I think I say this in pretty much every podcast. Don't be scared to be open and honest with your kids about your situation. And that's one thing I always am with my daughter. I am always super clear about what's happening and why. And I can guarantee you, it teaches them to be appreciative of your situation and what you do for them. And there may just be a short period in the holidays that you're able to take time off work. So maybe you've got a week off work or two weeks or a lot of people do have that period between Christmas and New Year's. They get that week, sometimes two weeks off, depending on what job you're in and who you work for. Now, if that's all you have off holidays in that whole period, then make the most of that time. Don't feel guilty for it. Spend that time with the kids. If you can get a weekend away somewhere, which is probably hard because everything books out so quickly these days and it's so damn expensive over that period. And like I was just looking at a hotel room for me and my daughter for New Year's Eve because I thought, you know what, just going to do something me and her this year. Just go somewhere and just chill out and watch the fireworks. And it's like, fuck, four times the price, $2,000 for a hotel room for one night. It's like, can you justify that? I can probably fly to Fiji for that price. So make the most of those times that you have together. I'm still going to be working and doing a lot of stuff during these holidays and I've told my daughter that, but I said, we're going to do stuff together on the days that I have off. We're going to make the most of those times and that's okay. We don't have to do something nice with them every school holidays. I mean, fuck, wouldn't that be good if we all had an unlimited bank account where we could? But if you don't, then you've got to be realistic and just do what you can afford and don't overdo yourself. Don't go and chuck things on your credit card knowing you're not going to be able to make those repayments. Be realistic, which is what I've said in previous episodes when it comes to budgeting. Be realistic if you want to do something with the kids. And if you can't afford it, like if the kids want to say, oh, Tom down the street, he's gone away to Fiji with his family and -and so-and-so's going up to the holiday park. It's like, well, that's nice. They've got two parents to pay for their holiday, don't they? And that's one thing I always remind my daughter and it kind of brings her back down to reality a little bit. Like sometimes she'll talk about what one of her friends has done and what they've got and where they've been and what they've done. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Well, I guarantee if I had someone paying half my bills and work a lot more and had more help around the house, I'd probably be living on a lot more money and we'd probably be able to do a lot more stuff as well. But I guarantee you if half of those mums were living off one income, they probably wouldn't have done half the stuff that we've done. So So we're not living a glamorous life, but we've done a lot of good shit for living as a single mom that left with nothing. And I'm pretty fucking proud of where I've come to where I am now. So like I was saying, it is totally okay to bring your kids back down to reality and let them know, hey, Susan may be going to Fiji or Tom may be going to Europe, but you know what? 
Tom and Susan have both of their parents around where they can probably afford to do that because they've got double the income coming in and they've got double the help around the household and blah, 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 blah. Bring your kids back to reality and say, I'm doing the best I can. We've done some really great holidays, just me and you. So I'm going to keep working really hard so we can keep having some really nice holidays and some really nice experiences. It's hard for kids. They see their other friends doing all these really cool experiences and doing all these fun things. Mind you, I do do a lot of stuff with my daughter, but kids, grass is always greener, isn't it? I mean, fuck, it's even like that for adults. Grass is always greener. There's always that fucking keeping up with the Joneses syndrome. That's why I fucking stick to myself. I don't want to keep up with fucking anyone. Keeping up with myself. So just remind them if they're comparing your situation to someone else because other kids are getting to have more fun on their holidays, then just remind them. You're comparing apples to oranges. They may live with so-and-so and and may not have to pay rent. They may live with so-and-so and and they've got two incomes coming in. They may be going on a holiday, but where they're going, they don't have to pay for accommodation because they've got family there. They're comparing apples to oranges. So make sure if your kids are feeling upset or left out because they're not getting what other kids are getting over the holidays, then bring them back to reality, but not in a mean way. Because like I said, kids grass is always greener so just let them know you know what son I'm doing the best I can and I love where we're at and one day you will appreciate it (laughs) they do they do appreciate it and I know my daughter does it she's a constant grass is always greener kind of kid but at the end of the day she always always thanks me for everything we do mom I had a really great day today the other day I just took her down for a swim at the pools and then we went out and looked at some Christmas decorations and we go home she goes mom I had a really nice afternoon with you I'm like fuck Thanks. So did I. Mind you, I didn't say fuck to my daughter like that, but teaching them to be humble. Gone really off track, haven't I? I'm talking about making kids humble when I should be talking about single parenting over holidays and your work-life balance. Anyway, I'm not going to drag it on today. I'm going to wrap it up here, but I suppose you get the gist of it. So like I said, schedule it in. When you know holidays are coming up or anything where you've got the kids at home, schedule it in your diary so you know to not take on too much work or you know when to tell your boss that you want to take time off work or you need to step away or maybe you can even limit your hours, restrict the hours that you work over the holidays. Maybe if you're a full-time worker, you can go down to part-time hours in the holidays. I don't know how it works. Everyone's really funny with that when it comes to changing your hours around, aren't they? But if you can do it, give it a go. So schedule it all in. And try and be as flexible as you can during the holiday period. If you can work from home, you run your own business, can you just do your emailing and invoicing and everything like that? Can you do that at night when the kids are at bed so you can spend the daytime with them? Try work your schedule around the kids, but obviously keeping in mind that you still do need to work and you still do need to pay your bills. If you do have the kids at home when you're working, if they're younger kids, get some activities there ready for them to go. Get their snacks ready so you're not having to get up and down every five minutes to get food and snacks for them. So if you are working from home, maybe pack a lunchbox, do that for them like as if they were going to school, pack a lunchbox, stick it in the fridge or wherever and just say, okay kids, there's your lunchbox, there's your food, whenever you want to eat something, grab it from that, I'm in the office and then I will pop out throughout the day to check up on you guys, so do not destroy the house, (laughs) because we don't want that to happen, do we? I remember lots of experiences when I was a kid, (laughs) let's not go there, but anyway, so get the food packed for the kids. Have it ready to go so they're not in your ear every five minutes saying they're hungry. Have a water bottle in the fridge for them. Get some games out. Get some activities for them to do. Get a list of chores for them to do. Okay, guys, I need your beds made. I need your rooms cleaned. I need your dishwasher emptied. Give a list of age-appropriate jobs that they can do and say, okay, here's a list of things that we can do when I'm finished work. Give them a list of options. You guys can decide. So as soon as I'm finished, that's what we're going to do. So 
that gives them a little bit of control and a little bit of independence at the same time because we know kids love their independence, don't they? And just lastly, just touching on before, keep your boundaries with your workplace. Don't let them keep coming into you with emails and calls. And if you're answering it, they're going to go, yeah, okay, Susan's answered the call, so she must still be working. And then they'll just keep doing it. And then they'll keep doing it on other days when you're not working. It's okay, Susan's going to answer the phone. I know she'll get it. And they're going to take the piss out of you. Don't do it. Set your boundaries. Sorry, buddy. Not today, Tom. Sorry, I'm busy with the kids. I'll be back in tomorrow. And remember, you're there for the kids as well. So you want to keep the kids happy. That's just a few little tips on managing that fun work-life balance as a single parent. And yeah, it's hard. I've had many shares of my holidays with just me and my daughter where I've had to work. And you make it work because that's what we do as single parents. We fucking make it work. Yes, we do. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm going to wrap it up. I didn't want to drag this out too long today. Enjoy the festive season and enjoy everything about Christmas. I love Christmas. I've probably said this a million times before. I'm going to keep saying it because I do love it. And to all you humbugs out there, change your mind because Christmas is great. Have an amazing New Year's. What are you all doing for New Year's? Shoot me a message. I want to hear. Give me some ideas. I want some fun ideas for just me and my daughter. Like I said, I looked at a fucking hotel. It was ridiculously expensive. Someone give me some great ideas. But anyway, thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Have a great summer. Have a great school holidays. And have a great Christmas and New Year's. Love you all. Until next time, I'll be in your ears there. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus, don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing and keep exploring your amazing life after plus one.